Welcome to Dollars and Cents with Friedman Financial. During today's episode, your host, Mark Friedman, may discuss specific financial planning and investment ideas that are for general information only and not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations. Please remember that investing involves risk and may include loss of principal. Always consult a certified financial planner professional, qualified attorney, or tax advisor prior to investing to determine what is appropriate for you. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA and SIPC. And now, here's the host of Dollars and Cents, Mark Friedman of Friedman Financial. Welcome back to another edition of Dollars and Cents with Friedman Financial. My name is Mark Friedman, and I'm joined by my co-host, Marion Gilman. How are you today, Marion? I'm great. How are you, Mark? Good, thanks. It is the middle of summer. And let me tell you, with this heat and humidity, I'm feeling it. You're feeling it, but it's humidity, it's been rain. I know. <laughs> what a washout. <laughs> I, I, I really thought, you know, after a rainy June that we would start to have a better July and... This week is looking a lot more promising, I think. So we'll see. We'll see. And, and we're hoping that August is even better, right? We hope so. We have to remain optimistic. And, you know, for those of for those of you that were pessimistic last year about what the stock market looked like, and yes, 2022 was not a great year for the stock or the bond market, for that matter. That's for sure. 2023 is turning into be a pretty good year, isn't it? It really is. We're very fortunate, I right. guess. And what do you think is contributing to that, Marion? Well, I think there are a lot of factors. Um, first of all... One of the big concerns was that the Fed had raised interest rates too far, um, too fast. Mm -hmm. And um, they've actually eased off on that. But we have not seen the recession that uh, many of the analysts were predicting. We were going to, you know, because of the rise in interest rates, we were going to see a huge recession. The economy was going to be in recession. We've not seen that at all. Go ahead, I'm sorry. I mean, unemployment is unbelievable. Uh, it's yeah, so you, low. You want to find a job? There's a job out there. That's Anybody for sure. that tells you they can't find a job is lying to you. And people are making more money, too. They, I mean, the raises have been great this year. Yeah, I mean, wages are up. Yeah. Um, there are plenty of jobs to be found for out sure. there. If, for if sure. If you want one. Now, many people are saying, well, you know, if I didn't have to work for somebody and I worked for myself, maybe I could get a better job or I could, you know, there's these internet influencers and all these people trying to start their own businesses and startups and all that stuff. Well, those come with risks, don't they? They're, they're, not only are there risks, but it's it's not an easy chore to do that. I mean, to create um, what, uh, some kind of brand on TikTok, TikTok or YouTube and to get the number of followers that you need to actually make money, that's a huge uh challenge it, it is and you know I, I was talking with somebody uh, this past week who has decided to start his own business and he's all excited and he's got a great vision he's written his business plan and it looks great on paper but what he's beginning to realize is how much more there is that goes along with running a business it's not just fulfilling the vision that you want there's a lot of other components of running a business whether it's overhead, whether it's providing for your own health insurance, providing for retirement plans, hiring employees, buying the computer, the printer, the technology, all of that stuff comes with running a business. That's for sure. And what always amazed me, because I've owned businesses for a long time, I own, been my own boss and own my own businesses, people say, oh, now you get to make your own hours and you get to do what you want. 
nothing could be further from the truth when you're in the service biz business in particular. You actually work at the whim of your client because you need those clients. So you work on their hours, not on your own hours. That's exactly right. <laughs> and, and you know what's also interesting is, I mean, many of, those, many of you that listen to this show recognize that last year, um, our firm was purchased by LPL Financial. So now we are a wholly owned subsidiary of LPL Financial. We still get to keep the name Friedman Financial. You and I serve our clients. We can bring in clients, we market for our clients, but all of the responsibilities of managing employees, managing the business, paying the rent, fixing a leak in the ceiling, or dealing with a mouse that might have run across the floor here. <laughs> which has happened. Which has happened. We don't have to deal with that anymore. Right. And and years ago, years and years ago, when Todd Robinson owned LPL Financial, this is long before it was a publicly traded company, he used to say how much of an appreciation he had for people who had to run their own business. And, and perhaps as a business owner at the time, we all took it for granted. But now that I'm, I've stepped back and now that our exclusive focus is on serving our clients, serving new prospects, being there for our clients and not having to worry about any of the other things in periphery, I began to realize how much of my time and your time too, Marion, were allocated to all of the stuff that the manager the, the, the manages everything. Right. It's so much nicer, isn't it? it? I mean, we get to focus on what we love to do and we don't have all those headaches of compliance and HR and you know it, it that, really is remarkable. The building, you know, all of that stuff. And not to mention one of the best things I think about frankly being an employee now rather than being an um, an owner was health insurance. Right, right. I have dental insurance too. Right, we, did, we never like had you. dental insurance. Yeah. But when, I w when we were running the business, my family plan for health insurance was costing almost $30,000. And, and you know, that comes out of your paycheck. Right, you know? right. So, right. And now, the People cost for health insurance for yeah. my family, eight $9,000. I know, it's crazy. It's it's very, yeah. very different. So all really of these is. people that want to go out and start their own business and run their own business, and that's wonderful. I think it's great to be entrepreneurial and to do that. Recognize that there is, it's not all that it's cut out to be, right? There are pros and cons. Well, you used to say, I know you've got an, a background in catering and cooking and, yes. and all of that. And Pastries. what did you used to say about, remember you used to talk about the fact that people that were great caterers couldn't do certain things, right? Oh, most definitely. But I always I always loved it when people would say to me, oh, I love to give a, a great dinner party, so I think I'll be a caterer. Well, nothing could be further from giving a great you know, dinner party uh, at your home for your friends than being a caterer. Right. I mean, you get hired to be the chef that cooks at a dinner party and you're expected to clean up too absolutely <laughs> clean up but you also have to meet with the guests deal with the complaints oh yeah bill everybody afterwards make sure you're getting paid you got to go buy the food you got to do all of that stuff yeah. who do you think washes the floor when it's, nobody else wants to do it right yeah so so let's not disregard the element of working for somebody else yeah there are a lot of advantages there, there, there sure are and not to mention the, the benefits of a retirement plan that you provided, yep. the ability to put some money aside, and, and really to build up your future. And to have the benefits. You know, disability insurance, life insurance through corporations is, is a great benefit rather than having to do it on your own. The, the ability to take time off when your employer I forces know. you to take time off. When you're a business owner, you don't want to take any time off because you figure... Who else is going to do the job? I know. And there's nobody to <laughs> there's do it. There's nobody to do it. That's right. But right. one of the things that has happened over the years is for those of us that have worked for companies and we've put money away in our 401k plans, 
for years and years and years, what we're now seeing is that people have significantly large balances in their 401ks. Right, and it's very different. You know, back in the day, people used to have pensions. Right. The company put money away from for you, and then they paid you a pension when you left. Now, um, it's become the employee, uh, the onus is on the employees to save that money, and now they have these large 401ks. And they need to turn that into cash. But this is, you know, this is an issue. I mean, this is all taxable income to you. And how do you manage that money? Because it needs to last you for the rest of your life. And how do you manage it tax efficiently? I mean, those are questions. Yeah, because it used to be this, there used to be this expression, well, when you retire, you'll certainly be in a lower tax bracket. Now, is that the case still? And the answer is sometimes. Yeah. I, I would actually venture to say that people that have had higher incomes during their working years are oftentimes likely to be in a lower tax bracket in retirement. Yet those that had modest incomes around $100,000, under $150,000 as a household income could find themselves in a higher tax bracket. Because now you have all of this money in a 401k that's all taxable to you as you take it out. Right. So think about this. I mean, many people, and it's interesting in, in our office, I would say that probably half of our clients, and this is, I'm just grabbing this out of the air and I may totally be wrong with this, but I would believe that about half of our clients rely on social security income to represent about 40% of their income in retirement. Yes, I think that's probably about accurate. Right. And I would, and they're, but they're, you know, look, the vast majority of the population, believe it or not, relies on 100% of their income from Social Security. Yes, I, so I told that statistic to somebody and they couldn't believe it. But it is about 50% of the population only has Social Security as an income stream in retirement. Right. But if you're making $200,000, dollars $500,000 a year and you retire, chances are the income you're going to receive from Social Security might be 10 15%, maybe even 20% of your income. Right. But if you are in that, call it $50,000 to $200,000 household income, that Social Security check for your household could be roughly 40 to 50% of the income stream you'll get. Right, depending upon your previous income level. So so when we look at the other assets that you have, you have to begin thinking, okay, where am I gonna draw our income from? And, and for many people, their largest asset is their 401k plan. And for some people, it's their only asset, yeah. their only liquid asset, I should say, other than their property. And when they take that money out, it's fully taxable. Right, so and that, that becomes a problem simply because, you know, if you wanna buy a car, um, and all you have is taxable money in a 401k, and you want to pay cash for that car, that can be a huge tax burden in one year to try to take that money out of the 401k all in one year, along with the money you need to live. Right, because let's say you're taking, you're collecting, call it $50,000 between the two of you for in, in Social Security income, and maybe you're taking another $4,000 a month from your retirement assets to right. get you to about $100,000. And then you say, oh, I need a, I want to buy a forty dollars or $50,000 car. Yeah. you got to take out maybe $60,000, maybe even $70,000 right. because you've pushed yourself into a higher tax bracket. And so what ends up happening is people start to think, well, I don't have to start taking money out of my IRA until it's called required minimum distribution time. And that's a moving target it, nowadays, it, isn't it, it, it Mark? It sure is. You know, it used to be 70 and a half, then it went to 72, and now it's 73, and soon to be 
75 in well, 2033. It, yeah, it depends how old you are now as to when you're going to have to take um, money from your 401k. But oftentimes what we have found is if you're in a lower income tax bracket before you reach your required minimum distribution date, it might make sense to start taking money out of your IRA now or earlier. Certainly you want to be over 59 and a half, of course because you can start to build up personal funds that have already had tax paid on them. That's right. And just just so for our listeners, um, the 59 and a half, if you take out money from a 401k IRA before age 59 and a half, there can be a penalty as well, a 10% penalty assessed by the IRS on top of the tax you pay. So you want to wait till after you're age 59 and a half. Um, but at that point, you're absolutely right. I mean, it can be really important to start taking some money out and, Whether you need it or not. Right. And Well, the other part of it is many people are, it drives me nuts when I see some people wanting to take Social Security early. Social Security before their full retirement age or sometimes even before 70. I know. And while it might feel like you say, well, I don't know what I'm going to die. I paid into this system. I don't know when I'm going to die. I don't know what my break even is going to no, be. No, the best one is Social Security is going out of business. Yeah, and It's it, not going to be there. It's And it's going to be there, especially for those of us that are, let's say, 50 plus. Yes. But... It may make sense, and I'm not saying it does, it may make sense to delay taking Social Security in favor of taking money from your retirement plans early. Absolutely. And one of the things that we offer here at Friedman Financial is a tax planning analysis. We don't do taxes, though we know how to. We don't do taxes, but we do tax planning. And what it does, the software that we have allows us to put in your current situation and say, where would be the best place to draw money at the lowest possible tax rate? And so we can ask ourselves, should we take Social Security at 64 or 65 years old? Or should I maybe take some money out of my retirement account? Right. The taxes can be very, very compelling when we start to take a look at those analyses. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's very different. You, you'd be, you know, people are very surprised when they see some of the strategies you can use to save on taxes. So think about this. If you're if you're making $100,000 a year, and many people think, oh, I'm in the 28% tax bracket, which would, many people will say, oh, that means that I'm bringing home $6,000 a month. That's $72,000, right. take out the 20, 28%. Well, remember, when you get your net check from your pay at work, they've taken out what, what, what taxes have they taken? Yeah, so they've taken out so, um, not only federal and state taxes, but they've also taken out Social Security tax, Medicare tax. They've also withheld, if you're contributing to a 401k, they will typically withheld for, uh, withhold for um, your health care plan if you have it through right. your employer. I mean, there is just so many deductions that could happen. And maybe you're paying um, for dependent life insurance exactly. or dental care or yeah. all of these things. All that, that stuff comes out before you get your pay. Right. When you take money out of a, a taxable account, let's call it your IRA, you're not paying FICA or Social Security tax that on those things. That goes away. Right. And that's, you know, so that's seven, in its, on its own, it's 7.3%. It's it's a lot of money. It is. And, and so you really have to dig in deep. And it amazes me how much of a conversation in financial planning has been upon wealth accumulation or growing your assets and getting the best rate of return. Well, we're finding, and we find this every day in our office, is that more and more of the people that come to us are saying, okay, I've approached or I'm approaching retirement. What's the best place for me to use my money to spend it? 
so that I A, don't run out of money, but I still get to live the lifestyle I want. That's right. And how do I take those that money out of those various accounts to maximize my uh, living situation? That's right. And, and making poor decisions can be extraordinarily costly. It certainly can, particularly in the early years. Yeah, and it's one of the things that we try to help our clients with. We've been doing this since 1968. And if now is the time for you to get serious about your financial planning and investment management needs, we hope you'll reach out. Give us a call, 978-531-8108. That's 978-531-8108. Or if you go to our website, you can sign up for our newsletter. You can learn all about the types of clients we serve. You learn about our fees, our costs, our process, everything. We are fully transparent. We want you to understand who we are, what we do. And of course, if you have questions, you can call us or visit the website at freedmanfinancial.com. That's Friedman. Too easy to D. Financial.com. Go to the bottom of any page, sign up for our newsletter. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you for subscribing to our newsletter if you've done so already. And really share this podcast. Let people know that we're out here. We're out here to provide financial advice in a language you can understand. That's going to do it for us today. Thanks for joining us, Marion. Thank you for being on the on the radio. It's not even a radio show. It's a podcast, right? There you go. Thanks yes. a lot. Have, Have a, a great, great day, everybody. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Be good and get along. Have faith and sing your song. Be weak and be strong. Be right and be wrong. Embrace your imperfection. Be part of the Tadik Katamari Frachke